Iowa, the epitome of a flyover state. Who could have guessed that such an unsuspecting location would have one of the most haunted schoolhouses in the country? Eerie figures standing in windows and on staircases. Mysterious footsteps, knocking, banging, and talking. The feeling of something breathing right down your neck. The sound of something breathing right down your neck. This location has residual as well as intelligent hauntings. Most likely children, but possibly something more sinister. Whatever it is, just make sure nothing follows you home. From the Farrer Elementary School. Hello, you are listening to, or so they say, the podcast where two sisters travel small town America, one ghostly tale at a time. I'm Kelsey. And I'm Megan. And how are you today? Not too bad. Not, are you still dizzy, or did you, like, stop thinking about that? As I'm sitting, like, if I just sit here, I'm fine, but if I'm up moving around, I get dizzy. It's the weirdest <laughs> thing. I feel like I'm, I've been drinking, which I haven't. Right, yeah, we start strong, Megan opens my door, and she's like, so I'm dizzy. <laughs> yeah, you know how, the only thing, way I can explain it is, you know how after you've been drinking, and you turn your head really fast, and then, like, a second later, the room follows? Mm-hmm. That's how I felt. Are you stressed? <laughs> you okay well there you no go no idea how stressed i am <laughs> Man, no I don't, idea <laughs> yeah well anyway hi happy thursday hi just a, it's just another thursday in september is yep. it still plus 80 degrees outside on a regular basis yes am i mad about it absolutely of course we are <laughs> like the fact that covered bridge festival is coming up in about a month is it's an atrocity this is an atrocity this is awful <laughs> The lows right now better be the highs in October. Right. The audacity of <laughs> Mother Nature. Actually, the audacity of the people to hurt Mother Nature this way. How dare she? Yeah, right. <laughs> uh, I don't know. I don't I feel like I don't have much to say. I've been really obsessed with Adventure Capitalist lately. This stupid <sighs> pokey game. What do you call the idle clicker game? Yes. And you've got me back into that, too. I played it's it for bad. a while and I quit. It's bad, folks. I Listen, I need obsessions. I need fixations. <laughs> <laughs> and right now it's Adventure Capitalist. It's idle fun. Exactly what it idle says. It, it, all you do is sit there and watch numbers and you're like, wow. Look at all this money I'm making that's not real. Right. Go to our Patreon and donate. Uh, <laughs> uh, anyway, yeah, I think that's the only tangent little si- aside that I have. I got I got nothing to keep us distracted today. No. Wild. I just... Work is the biggest stressor in my life. And my child starting daycare is another oh, stressor, yeah. I guess. That's probably... Uh, which, honestly, I think... John is taking it worse than I am. Oh, really? <laughs> yes. I know you said you almost cried the night before her first day in daycare, but you held it together. I did. I kept it together pretty well. He uh, he was texting me all day. I'm like, I, I don't know, John. I think she's fine. It's just She's probably okay. And guess what? She was fine. It, where is she right now? I realize you just show up. I'm like, where's the baby? <laughs> oh, my gosh. I'm kidding. No. Where guys, is she? <laughs> you couldn't see me. No, she's with our mom and dad right now. Okay. Makes sense. Our, not like mine and John. That's weird. <laughs> we don't share parents. Is there a relation? Who knows? No. The, the family tree is a little crooked. 
<laughs> no, that's no, we're not related, you guys. It's <laughs> what happened. This took such a weird turn. Welcome back to our podcast. Welcome back. But speaking of you and your husband, John, let's take we can take an actual you know detour detour like a what's the word productive detour to talk about what just happened yesterday as of this episode yeah by the time you're hearing this um i have a second podcast that just went live she's just getting too good for us Mm -hmm. it's okay i have a lot going on in my life no (laughs) no stress truthfully this is something john and i have worked on almost as long as we've been doing this podcast Mm -hmm. but just I think at the time we were buying the house. There's been a lot of job switching and blah, blah, blah. Jobs and then the baby and everything. We're just like, okay, well, maybe maybe next time. And um, we really, both of us are big into horror movies and the fall. And we really wanted to start it in the fall. And we're like, if we miss this window, we are not waiting another year. So we really put it together (laughs) and we were finally able to get our first episode launched so yeah so welcome to the world new baby harris the retro club mm-hmm. go check out the retro club pod also found on any you know mm-hmm. podcast platforms where you find us spotify apple music stri- uh, probably stitcher and podbean because they yeah. are they're you know sending it out through podbean mm-hmm. it is just uh i mean you can look up the retro club is the name of the podcast but all of our tags on social media are actually retro club pod so yeah. you can check us out on the usuals, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and we actually have a slasher account just because we cover a quick, quick uh, description of our podcast yeah. is that we are in-depth movie reviews, to put it as plainly as possible, but we just take movies that we both like, older movies, not like super duper old, but a decade or older, and we just talk about them and what we like and our dislikes and the impact that we think it's left on, you know, the world and other movies in general. So, yeah, that's kind of the point of the podcast. And my husband's a really big movie buff mm-hmm. and just full of useless knowledge. I don't know where he keeps it all, but <laughs> I'm just there to bounce ideas off of, I guess. No, I do like movies, too. But you should check that out everywhere you can stream us. You can stream the Retro Club. Yes. So, yeah, go check out the Retro Club pod if you like spooky stuff, retro stuff, everything in between. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it won't just be horror movies, but since it is the fall and we're getting into spooky season, we figured it's our this is our time to shine. Right. So that's what we're doing. (laughs) All right. So now let's reel it back in to still spooky stuff, uh, but like. The real spooky stuff. Yes. Ghosts, yay. Okay, so this week we have traveled out west. west? What? We- They're like, would, would you just consider them the west or like the where the Midwest meets the west? Uh, it's west of us. I I don't know if they still where does the Midwest, the Midwest stop? I'm pretty sure they consider, I don't know. Maybe they look at Indiana and they're like, you bunch of dummies. Like you are not the Midwest, even though... Uh, yes, to we us, are. we're like the heart of the Midwest. <laughs> yeah, I but don't to know. me, Kentucky's the South, so who freaking knows? Like everything is an illusion. They're to the west of Indiana. Bye. That's all. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but we're in Iowa, and where we are in Iowa is actually 
I mean, it's not a question mark because it is what it is now, but it has recently changed, has it not? Semi-recently. I was so confused. Uh-huh. That's, I didn't realize what was going on. It <laughs> when said I was it was in different research. counties. I was like, I got two different counties while I was researching. Mm-hmm. I said, this can't be. Two different city names, even. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, I was so confused. Okay. So well, confused. Just, just give us what you got on Iowa. Okay. Let me get my notes pulled up here. I don't know why I did that. Um, One of the first things I found is that it said it was in Story County, which I there was one website. First of all, okay, let's just let's (laughs) let's bring it. Let's bring it in here. Did we even say what we're covering? No, we didn't. Okay. I just wanted to cover Iowa. So, fine. Sorry. Listen, I don't know why we're so scatterbrained. I'm hungry. I don't know what your excuse is. I'm but dizzy. Okay. Still. Hungry and dizzy. We're in Iowa at the Far? Far, far That's so bad. I know. Uh, elementary school. Mm-hmm. The Far Schoolhouse. Yeah, the Far Schoolhouse, which used to be Far Iowa. Uh-huh. Now Max... Maxwell, I think, Maxwell, is what I Iowa? came across. Yeah. Uh-huh. It said it was in Story County, but mm-hmm. also Polk County. Hey, we have a Polk County. A lot of places. <laughs> I suppose have a, so. A Polk County. It is an, uh, and this one said it's an unincorporated community located in Ooh, Polk County. Not even a township. Mm-mm. The population differs wildly depending on which website you're looking at they did not pull up on our tried and true world population oh dang because they're too small and they also don't seem to participate in a lot of the census so that could be why uh yikes i don't want to say yikes but kind of yeah like, seems weird to me i did see where they're like they didn't participate in the 2010 census mm-hmm. so um but what I did find was on a website called places.us.com. Sounds uh, reliable. Mm-hmm. They said the population was about 920. And I feel like this is within the last two years. Mm-hmm. I also saw something that said their population was like 57, 56 or 57 and dropping. Oh. I said that. That's a family. That's a big difference. Yeah. Like when I say family, I mean like extended family. Yeah, 50, 900, give or take. Somewhere in the middle there. Um, it was all over the place. But I'll stick to this website and we'll just say there's 920 people there as of the last two years. Okay. Sounds okay. good. This website also says that their median household income is about 75,250. That is above that is well above the national average it sure is i again i don't know how accurate these numbers are i have no idea agriculture pays folks i guess uh the average home value there is about one hundred fifty nine thousand two hundred dollars i know that is also much but now when they say average home value i wonder i'm sorry to be stereotypical i generalize a lot i shouldn't do that but let's do it uh, when they're saying home value, are they taking into account? Because I'm thinking Iowa, I'm thinking acreage, land. Mm-hmm. Are they counting that or just the home value? I d- it just said average home value. Because, I mean, like, if you've got your $70,000 home sitting on 45 acres, like, suddenly. Right. It's worth a lot more. Yeah. 
This website gave so little information because I did not get the racial breakdown. I have a feeling it's pretty white. I'm going to guess it's very white. Sorry. (laughs) Um, That it didn't give me anything else. And as a matter of fact, I said, you know what? Screw it. Let's go to Wikipedia. Maybe they've got some (laughs) more. Listen, Wikipedia is... I don't care what they taught you in school, in college. I feel like Wikipedia is a credible source, like... For certain things. Because people have access to make changes to it. Oh, God forbid the people have well, any kind of power. You can go in and throw in just any nonsense. And it That's takes true, but it's also highly point. like policed. I feel like they keep a good eye on that. As long as you donate to Wikipedia. Yeah, go donate. Do I donate? No, but have I considered it? On occasion. I've strongly considered it. I've strongly it. <laughs> considered it. I'm not doing it yet, but I will. Right. Maybe um, since we're using them as sources, we'll consider it. Now, Wikipedia, I put next to it, this is literally it. This okay. is all Wikipedia had. <clears throat> it said, an unused elementary school building and one church are located in Farrer and 13 houses. The mayor of Farrer is Zach Stiles. No, yeah, is he, is he the Zach Styles, the great uncle of Harry Styles? <laughs> oh <my laughs> God, he no. must be. Goodness. <laughs> you looked really concerned. I didn't know. I'm like, should I know who Zach Obvious. Styles is? Is it S-T-Y-L-E-S? I. Oh, God. Mm-hmm. I mean, he's the American great uncle of Harry Styles. <laughs> oh. Harry Styles is like making moves lately. I don't know. He's like Have a hot new thing right now. Even been following the Don't Worry Darling drama. No, Lord, what drama. We don't have time. Like, I, I mean, w- I guarantee it's drama. Like, if you watch the trailer, it's just, I'm sure, rife with. Well, some kind of drama behind the scenes drama. Oh, not because of, because of uh, what is it? Old Flo? What the heck did she call Ms. her? Ms. Flo. Ms. Flo. What a Olivia Wilde. Yeah. What a poopy person. It's okay because Harry Styles and Olivia Wilde were reportedly together, but after the premiere in Venice, <gasps> they don't think they're together anymore because he would not make eye contact with her, and Hopefully, he didn't stand next to her for press pictures. Nothing. Maybe her true colors came out with this. Uh, women. Nobody should put down anybody, but women putting down other women is a whole other level of garbage frustration yes like holy cow we had this weird conversation gosh the the get ready for the fifth thursday guys (laughs) no me and maddie had a conversation the other day about like megan trainer came on she's like i don't really like megan trainer because she made fun of skinny people i said well try being a fat person not really but kind of but i thought about it and i'm like she i get the point she was trying to make but yeah she like put down skinny women you shouldn't put put down down skinny fat another type of person to to build up other people yeah so it's just like don't put i don't know that song was from like 2000 gosh the like after 2010 not long after that not an excuse i know i don't want to make excuses for it but like it is more you know there's more knowledge now of like just don't put anybody down maybe don't be a butthole to anyone Mm -hmm. so i'm kind of glad when you told me about the olivia wilde thing uh i was like man harry styles is too good for that and apparently he also realized this good for him dude it is so much i've been reading i don't know how i've gotten into it i do want to see the movie but it it's like a whole thing where uh florence Pugh didn't show up to the like some the premiere. beginning of the, the the venice 
press conference, like mm-hmm. in Venice, Italy, and she didn't show up. And when they were doing the interview with all the different journalists and eventually someone finally asked, like, we can't help but notice Florence isn't here. The lead role of this of movie. This movie yeah. And Olivia's like, oh, she really wanted to be here, but she's working on Dune. And I understand, you know, I'm glad she's dedicated to her other hmm. movie. And Interesting. Then Florence shows up in the middle, not to the like before the conference is over where they're doing the interviews. Not to join the interview. She just shows up to Venice with like a drink in her hand and her sunglasses. And she's like, hey, guys, <laughs> like she had no intention of being there. Oh, my gosh. And her, probably her somebody, her manager, anyone was like, can you just show up? Please? Yeah, like, Will you please make an appearance? Well, it had like an eight minute standing ovation after the showing of it. And she left about four minutes in. And they said it probably would have gone much longer than eight minutes. But then everyone was awkwardly like the rest of the cast was like, oh, and start backing up when she just got up and left and was like, thanks, guys. And peace. Yikes, out. I cannot. She just got up and left. Yeah. After, I mean, she was like smiling and waving at people and hugging some of her cast members and <laughs> uh, not making contact with Olivia Wilde. And is it is it like low key petty that I hope the movie wins like awards or Flo- Florence Pugh wins awards, but not the director? <laughs> I know. I don't know. It, it's a whole look. We're getting down this. Huge I know we're hole. going down a big rabbit hole, which my other quick aside is Brendan Fraser at the Venice. I oh, thank you. My God, heart. Dang it. Ooh, he, they said he did the little aw shucks leg kick thing. <laughs> <laughs> it had, you said it, I know it like <laughs> made me teary. You said, how long was the ovation for, um, standing ovation was about, I think they said eight minutes and it would have gone much longer, except everyone was awkwardly okay. like, Oh, Florence. That's, I believe that well, see, now I'm like, who's keeping time on these things? Because The Whale with Brendan Fraser and Sadie Sink, love her, I love Max, uh, <laughs> also got, like, that eight-minute standing ovation. And he, like, of course, he cried. And I wish somebody would have, you know, I, I wish someone would have ironed his suit, first of all. But second oh. of all, <laughs> yeah, he did the, you know exactly what I'm talking about. He's just crying. And he's, like, you know, just waiting for people to stop. He's like, oh, shucks, and just kicks his little foot <laughs> Oh, man. He is a pure human. (sighs) That maybe the eight minutes then, if his was eight minutes long, then maybe Don't Worry Darling was longer. I don't know. I know. I read about both, so I'm probably mixing numbers. Either way, if Brendan Fraser or Keanu Reeves ever ever does anything wrong, this whole world is a lie. That's all. Right. If something comes out about one of them having some dark past i'm gonna be like no nothing is real nothing yeah, is real i'll be devastated okay oh my goodness where Ooh. were we this is oh hi guys Styles. i forgot we are in a <laughs> podcast right now <laughs> that was a pretty good one that one i gotta get mentally back in we are haunted. iowa we're in iowa okay far maxwell story county polk county iowa yes okay zach styles zach styles is the mayor <laughs> How did we get here? <laughs> oh, my God. Okay, the next website I'm pulling information from is Des Moines mm-hmm. They said the now I'm going to talk. That's it. That's all, all on the city. I guess I'll say that like if I'm abruptly or the going, community, whatever this group of people, that's all <laughs> I have on them. So we're just immediately going into the point of that, that episode, which is the schoolhouse. I wish there would have been like duck races or corn husking. I'm not singing the corn song. I almost did. Oh, it's corn. Dang it. I'm mad. It's got the juice. Uh, it's got the juice. <laughs> 
So now we're going to go straight into the schoolhouse. Uh Uh-huh. Keep going. Don't you dare. This website said... The old Far Elementary School sits isolated with only a few buildings around it, including a 150-year-old cemetery just across the street. Wonderful. I wonder if that was there when the school was there. Like, they get let out of school and they're like, oh, don't step on Grammy. The (laughs) cemetery is 150 years old. Okay, so so yes. You best believe it was. Yikes, don't step on Grammy. Mm Mm-hmm. The school sits just 30 minutes outside of Des Moines in Farrer. Now, this place says the city's called Farrer. Mm-hmm. An unincorporated community in Polk County. Polk County? I hate that word. Yeah. Polk. (laughs) But people who have entered the empty school building say they're definitely not alone in there. Ooh. Mm. The school was built in 1921 and officially opened to students in 1922. For 80 years, it served children in the far and, here we go, Bondurant areas. Sounds good. Sounds great. Until it closed in 2001. Interesting. That's a pretty good run. Yeah, yeah. Uh, When the district leaders decided to consolidate and move students to Anderson Elementary in Bondurant, I guess Mm -hmm. the city of Bondurant. Mm Mm-hmm. Over time, as the population dwindles in the far community, the only thing growing is the number of tombstones in the cemetery. That's really <laughs> eerie. Yeah, that's not. I don't know why I'm making a joke of this. Making like, yeah, that's it. No like one's why? moving there and the population is going down. So I can only imagine that is the only part of the city that yep, is and growing. Name. Well, well. After sitting abandoned for five years, in 2006, the building was purchased by owners Jim and Nancy Oliver. Okay. Okay. Oh, my God. Go back to my notes. What just happened? Uh, Our technology eludes us again. (laughs) The next website I'm pulling information from, everyone had bits and pieces, so it was Mm -hmm. really fun putting all this together. This information is coming from bumpinthenight.net. Sounds spooky. Mm Mm-hmm. All right, and it kind of, there's a little bit of overlap here in information, but it would be weird to cut it, so just bear with me. Mm -hmm. So, again, the school started in 1919 when, well, it got its starts in 1919 when a local man named C.G. Geds, I believe, G-E-D-E-S. Sounds good. He agreed to donate six acres of his farm for a new school that would merge all of the area's rural one-room school, one schoolhouses under one roof as the Washington Township Consolidated School District. The cornerstone of the building was laid in 1921, and then it was dedicated a year later on April 1st, 1922. Okay. A grand celebration with food and live music was held, and hundreds attended from all over the countryside. Although not all were pleased with a new building and its $100,000 price tag. I mean, in 22, Mm -hmm. that's pretty pricey. That's a bit of money. But, I mean, it was for the schools and it was to bring all the children together instead of having single school It's interesting how things just never change, do they? Mm -hmm. I mean, I feel like that's something prominent here in Terre Haute right now. That's a conversation being had and frustrations and... Mm -hmm. Nobody wants to lose the rivalry. Well, how about we just consolidate all of our half, half, you know, mm-hmm. caliber schools and make one big school that, you know, can actually compete with the other schools around right. it. But no, that's, I definitely, I, there were echoes of today's mm-hmm. problems. So, because it says that one disgruntled citizen refused to attend the celebration, calling it a, quote, 
monument to the arrogance and vanity of the school board. It's so, like, people are just so set in their ways. I Mm -hmm. feel like I'm mostly reflecting on the current situation, but I'm sure it's the same then. Like, I'm sure a lot of people would not be happy at the idea of one school here in our city. Mm -hmm. But, like, how beneficial would it be? But the rivalry, the bell, the football game. Okay. Yeah. I I don't really care. I went to those schools and I don't really care. Right. Well, and... And also that meant that 5% of the population didn't show up. So thanks, guy. Wow. Yeah. (laughs) And the sentence did continue. It said that this was a show of arrogance and vanity by the school board with its boiler heating, electric lights, and (laughs) indoor bathroom facilities. How dare they? Again, with today, our schools, I mean, we have all of these things. Barely. They kind of work. And But they managed to get them Chromebooks. Like, Yeah, but people were like... How dare you put money into the schools and fix up the leaking ceilings and the not working ACs and the <sighs> there's literal trash cans in the hallways catching the dripping pipes. It's and there were fine. people who were ticked off that they we were... wanted money for it. Yes. <laughs> because so, they're convinced that money's not gonna go to the school, it's just gonna line the pockets of the school board. I'm like oh, then okay. vote out the school board. Anyway, she's right? quit crying and go vote. <laughs> <laughs> Moving on. <laughs> if if you're not happy with the institution, go vote out the institution, dummies. Quit complaining. Jeez. Right. Back to bump in the night. The school operated for many years, although enrollment steadily declined with the shrinking of the nearby towns. The town of Farrer was eventually absorbed into Maxwell, Iowa. Okay, so there's some sort of transition, I guess. Yes. And a decision was made to close the school down in 2001. On May 3rd of 2002, another grand banquet was held in honor of the school and its alumni, and the schoolhouse closed its doors for the last time. That's sad. Mm -hmm. Until 2006, December, when Jim and Nancy bought the bought the school it became their home and hopes of slowly restoring the school to its original appearance and layout were then the unfolding do they genuinely mean their home like did they live in this school because i would not i I doubt it i can't imagine i mean they may have camped there while they worked on it i don't know who knows i don't know um and this is kind of I'm going to pull one other sentence from another website just because yeah, I came to fill across, in some gaps. Yeah. Before I finish out my segment, but be, only because so many people mentioned it in the experience part that I was trying desperately to avoid. Mm-hmm. Uh, so many people said that the kids were like, the school was not great. Kids were abused mm-hmm. in the school. The only place that I really came across it in writing was fringeparanormal.wordpress.com, which we've used before. I can't remember for who. I don't. I don't remember. I know we came across it. Uh, And they said that while many students had no problems attending the Farrer Schoolhouse, there are claims of molestation and abuse that occurred years ago. And... The Ku Klux Klan allegedly burned a cross on the property. Mm-hmm. Now, I just had a thought because I had come across that as well. Mm-hmm. But I'm suddenly having a thought about it, which I'm not sitting here and saying that it was OK. But the word abuse is, I think, thrown around a lot sometimes. Mm-hmm. Just bear with me. Like, I'm not 
this is gonna sound like weird and uh very whatever of me but i feel like the word abuse is used a little too loosely and a lot and i'm wondering if like I mean, our parents have talked about before how they would get their knuckles hit with rulers and stuff for, like, dropping their pencil or doing bad things and being put in the corner and, like, what have you. Are people now who know that that's not okay looking back and going, oh, my gosh, they spanked kids. They hit their hands with rulers. They put them Mm -hmm. in the corner or in the closet. Like, that's abuse. They were abusing kids. Well, that was happening everywhere. And I'm wondering if that's what they mean by abuse. Harassment's a whole different ball game but like mm-hmm. well molestation is also oh yeah that's not, the word you use yes yeah but if you look back now on the things that were happening in like the 40s 50s 60s 70s even i'm sh- sure 80s whatever is are people looking back and they're like that was abuse because that was happening everywhere i hate to i'm not trying to say that it was okay or make light of it yeah no i understand what you're saying so in that regard if that's what they mean I hate mm-hmm. to break it to you, but your parents, your grandparents, I guarantee it probably happened to them. Mm-hmm. But I'll finish out I'll, going back to Bump in the Night's website. That's the only thing that I could find in writing where they mentioned the abuse. There's a lot of in-person interviews, like recorded interviews where it's mentioned. Mm-hmm. But I that's the first time I came across it in writing. So I was like, well, I don't know where they're getting this information, but okay. I feel like... God, I would have to do some serious digging to find... I could barely find stuff on the city, let mm-hmm. alone... And Wikipedia said the only thing it has is the schoolhouse and 13 houses. Yeah. So, so maybe the 50 thing isn't, cur- isn't too far off. Yeah, probably not. That may be a better number. So the 50-something, unless then the 900 is talking about when it was absorbed into Maxwell... Right. How far out are they going since it's an unincorporated town? Maybe some people... Have, I whatever anyway the point is i just didn't find a lot of information on it in that regard but bump in the night the last bit of their website says that uh the olivers jim and nancy they soon discovered what decades of students and of hold on they discovered what decades of students and employees already knew that the school was haunted uh Mm. There were longtime reports of mysterious voices, slamming doors, phantom footsteps, and shadowy figures that appeared in the hallways and stairwells that inexplicably vanished. Wow. At first, the Olivers dismissed the strange happenings, but they soon became too eerie to ignore. One day, Nancy became unsteady on some stairs, and I don't know if you want me to cover... This is just one little quick... No, go ahead. Okay. She became unsteady on some stairs and felt a solid hand on her shoulder that helped her catch her balance. She turned to thank her husband for help to find that there was no one there. Since that time, the Olivers and others have had many other weird experiences, which leads us directly into the haunted stuff. Wow, look at that. What a transition. Yeah, and I'll let you get through your stuff. I I really tried to avoid the experience, but this is another one of those weird situations where there's a ton of experience or people's personal investigations and not a lot of history. Right. So I did actually come across uh, a picture. There were a couple pictures, but this one I pulled specifically just because as I was scrolling past, I was like, meh, okay, eh, you know, right. whatever. This one, I did a meh, and then as I scrolled up, I said, meh, <laughs> and I came back and almost pooped my pants. Okay, let, let me see this picture. Okay. 
I'll let you find it. I'm not, I'm going to pass it over. I didn't plan this. I didn't okay. plan this, but I've just handed the phone over to Kelsey so she could look at this picture and be like, no, Meh. absolutely Did you see not. It? I don't. <laughs> Did you just, I'm putting my, Oh God, you see it. Don't you? Where's it at? Is it top left. Top left. What? Am I wrong? Bottom left. Window. Bottom left window. Yeah. Uh, hello. Uh oh, what's in the top left? You check bottom right window. Hold on, look at the picture. Bottom right. Yep. Okay. Uh, Sorry. <laughs> uh, yes. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh, it took you too long. Why it's... is it making that face? Oh my god! I don't. That doesn't. I mean. I assume they included that picture because of that. But are your eyes watering? <laughs> yes, it, they are. Um, I'm, oh. Even my nose is running for no. See, it expo- at for- first glance, I said, okay. And then I kept scrolling and said, hold on and scrolled back up. Absolutely not. <laughs> uh, no, it's you. We'll post the picture. What floor? I don't know. What would you this- consider? session floor well no hold on because i guess i'll have to look at the picture again but i think it's the second floor i would think it's the second ish floor Uh uh-huh yeah absolute god you know what did you not see that picture that yep like stop it what's wrong with you i'm imitating the face and it's horrid like oh god that immediately dang it Now, there, there's a movie coming out. Now, I don't know the premise of it, but it's a horror movie called <clears throat> Smile. Look oh. it up. Yep. And it's just this woman, just kind of a very average looking brunette white woman. And the way Do you want she, me to look it up? <laughs> you don't have to right now. I actually saw it earlier. But if you want to look it up, you can. Uh, am I going to be upset? Yeah, I guess. I Maybe. Yeah, yeah maybe. I guess. <laughs> I guess. Smile a- horror movie. Uh, it comes out September 30th. I know nothing about it. I just saw a preview for it earlier. What is wrong? Mm-hmm. Let me see the pictures. I want to know. Wait, that's smiley and that's... What the heck is this? Ew, no, it's okay, just called so Smile. It's, uh, is it like a still of her face? Yeah. Yes, ew. Like, she just smiles like that through the whole movie. It's awful. I can't say that for certain, but all the still... the clips that they showed she was smiling like that so yuck i just don't also once you see it it's too late which like it's just a, <laughs> it's i'm so uncomfortable right now well, no, i think it's kind of funny like this actually is making me laugh because it's the same exact picture and they make it look like she's pushing through the bag but it's like just a flat photo of her i don't know how to explain it they took a photo of her and put it in like what i'm guessing looks like kind of like a body bag bag. yeah and it's like a head is pushing through but it's just like a polaroid of her pushing (laughs) through (laughs) so it's a little cheesy in that sense but uh so good yeah apparently the tagline is once you see it it's too late oh good so Plugging a movie I know nothing about. Hopefully it's not horrible. Hopefully it doesn't suck. We'll let you know if it does. Yeah. Okay, so we're at the creepy stuff now, obviously. What a good lead-in. So you did not come across that picture. No, I didn't come across that picture. That's terrible. (laughs) I hated that. Oh. (laughs) Anyway. 
God dang it. So, <laughs> One day we're going to put up video cameras so you guys can just see our body language and our faces. I'm having a terrible time. That's half the fun. When I actually clean my room, you'll have a video. Mm-hmm. <laughs> if I get rid of all of the cups and candy wrappers, I don't oh. know. I'm a mess in here. <laughs> you didn't have to give yourself away like that. I don't but care. Okay. Oh. There's Panera right there. Hershey's oh. cookies and cream. What? Right here. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> I sit here a lot, folks. Anyway, so my information, I'm doing the spooky stuff, even though Megan kicked it off with spooky stuff. (laughs) Uh, I actually got my first bit. So, okay. I found my first bit of information from the same website that Megan got her first information from, which was the Des Moines Register.com. Bless me. And (laughs) I'm sorry. And I, she started saying the sources she was using. I was like, uh oh. Uh, but we ended up splitting it. It's fine. I'm just covering the creepy stuff from that. I will say I was really in depth about this article at first. And then I found another source and I said, oh man. So like, I might not read this word for word. I may skim through it, Mm -hmm. but it's a continuation of the article that Megan already read from the Des Moines Register. And let's just kick it off. Let's, let's go. It says, recently, the Des Moines metal band Ghost Hive recorded some music at the Haunted Schoolhouse as part of ongoing series by Juice, the Des Moines Register's online publication that reports on entertainment. Juice? <clears throat> juice, Not yes. Like, juice? it has the juice, yes. Okay. <laughs> it has the juice. Dang it. It all comes full circle. It does. So, Ghost Hive uh, filmed a music video here. And Juice covered this. That's like a local entertainment magazine. What they experienced might be described by some as a bit paranormal. Ooh. Oh. Uh, first, when the musicians arrived, the owners of the school refused to go upstairs with them. And <laughs> That's yeah, a good sign. Right. The recording engineer, Griffin Landis, set up in a walk-in closet to record Ghost Hive, which was playing in a classroom next to him. Landa took one quick look at the band, and the next moment when he turned around to look at his computer screen, it, like, turned off. The computer screen turned off. Oh, rip. Right. He said, I've never had stuff like that happen with my recording equipment. And then just 10 seconds later, the screen flashed back on and the phone and the volume in his headphones was like on full blast. Oh, God. He said it almost blew my eardrums out. But without touching anything, things like that were happening. Like he didn't touch anything. It just turned off, turned back on and suddenly like blew his Mm -hmm. eardrums. So, I mean, we've had some malfunctions, but. Right. That's a lot. Like, I don't know. That's a lot. Yeah. Before the experience, he said he didn't know if he believed in ghosts. Now he's like, you always want to believe it's not real, but I don't necessarily believe in them. Uh, I didn't necessarily believe in them until going there. So now he's like, you know, it's a consideration. Right. Uh, I, I went ahead and creeped on this dude, found him on Instagram. That's pretty much all I had to say on the article, but I creeped and found this dude on Instagram and I scrolled all the way back to find the photo from the shoot. And someone commented on the photo and said, man, GTFO out, which first of all, that's redundant. Like ATM machine. Yeah. Drives me nuts. uh, Get out of that school. You're going to get hexed. And he (laughs) responded saying, I'm already hexed, brother. Uh, (laughs) Right. Well, brother with an A. Oh, Lord. Uh, Someone else commented, but they must have removed it because I couldn't see it. But Griffin responded, I'm not sure I believe it's actually haunted, but it is pretty creepy nowadays. And this was like a day before the Des Moines Register article was published. So I'm like, mm, did he just kind of like, you know, 
zhuzh it up for the for the for article. article yeah um because he was like i don't really know if i think it's haunted or not and as i was scrolling back up through his feed i saw the caption for the photo above it said this little girl gave us a big scare last night and i said "Ooh!" like i suddenly got freaked out because i was like was there a little girl yeah. that they found at the school it was his boston terrier ate oh. two chocolate bars how to take her to the vet and if you're curious she's fine oh okay <laughs> And it's funny because it's a picture with her. And if you know what Boston Terriers look like, he's like, she gave us a scare. It's like, <laughs> like she also gave herself a scare. I don't know. <laughs> uh, but he seems pretty cool. I don't know. I creeped on him. He's got uh, his, his own band called uh, Acacia Strain. I do not know. Uh, but I listened to Ghost Hive and Acacia Strange just for kicks and giggles and it reminded uh-huh. me a lot of like local band it's screamo oh. it's it's pretty heavy nice, stuff nice. uh is it the best it's it's not necessarily my cup of tea i was kind of like nodding along bebopping but, yeah bebopping <laughs> along and um i will say though i was curious i was like i wonder if where the ghost hive video is like where did that go and it is on there i think it has like a thousand views <laughs> so like I don't hey, know. Go, I don't know if ghost all of our listeners go listen to it. It'll have a thousand and one. Yes. <laughs> well, actually, a few I think I know. I found them on Spotify, and all of their songs had like the less than a thousand next to. I said, "Oh yikes!" Okay, Man. yeah, they have. They just did one little EP back at this time. Mm-hmm. Like, if they're right from t- Iowa, twenty sixteen. Yeah. Like, what do you expect? Uh, but I did watch the music video from Ghost Hive. Uh, what was it called? I I cannot remember for the life of me what the what the song was called. It was all right. The video quality, it's all right. Sound quality. What mm. year was it recorded? Twenty sixteen. It was not great. But not anyway, an excuse. <laughs> I know. Listen, I don't think they're a thing anymore. It they're somebody's cup of tea. They're not mine. But I will say I watched that video, and only one there was only like five comments on the video uh but one of them commented on what i thought like i noticed immediately i had to rewind and be like what in the what was that like in this music video which is just it's one camera just it's like maybe two cameras it's swapping between looking at the different band members in this classroom that's it nothing fancy Mm -hmm. and at one point i had to do like a i saw something out of the corner of my eye i was like maybe the drummer like flipped his stick because it was not where anything else had been the rest of the the video uh-huh so i around rewound back do you rewind it anymore i don't know i went back how do you say it i uh, say rewind yeah I don't know. anyway i went back and i don't know how the school is set up i don't know if there's like what floor they were on the traffic situation whatever but you see what looks like a closet next to the drummer i can't imagine like I don't know. It just makes no sense to me that there would be a window in there. So there's like a closet next to the drummer. And there's a point where you see very clearly an orange, like pretty strong ball of light just go boop, like across the doorway next to the drummer. And I'm like, did they know that they caught that? And someone commented on the YouTube video saying like, is that an orb? And no one said anything. So... Oh, geez. They may have accidentally caught something while filming that video. They said it felt pretty creepy while they were there the sound malfunction so i don't know but that's the quick and dirty on the rest of that des moines register 
com article Mm -hmm. because what i ended up finding was like way more than i anticipated and i ended up sitting and watching this video this half hour long video for over an hour like writing notes on it because i was curious i was like that's not a lot of information it's not a lot of spooky stuff so i went to youtube and found this group called well actually i googled it and found this group has like a tv series i think it's more like a youtube series called uh paranormal encounters so think okay. it's it's low budget grave mm-hmm. not grave encounters it did give me <laughs> grave encounter vibes but like ghost adventures and ghost hunters they go to haunted places mm-hmm. so surprise they traveled to this elementary school i said okay i'll give it a watch first of all the video quality pretty good sound quality i think their transition sounds and their credit sounds were pretty darn loud but it actually, for what I'm guessing is a low-budget series, uh-huh. looked and sounded pretty good. Hmm. So, anyway, watching Paranormal Encounters, they do, like, half of the video, a little more than half the video, is interviews with people who have been in the building, investigated the building. They interviewed a janitor. They interviewed a former student that went to the school. Oh. And I'm just going to... I wrote it all down, so let's just start from the beginning. I said they come in strong at the beginning with quick shots showing a woman saying she laid her hands on the walls of a barn out back and said she could feel the beatings and abuse. Now, keep in mind, I didn't know at this point that there was allegations of abuse and harassment. And like one of the first things you see is her saying, I could just feel the abuse and the harassment. I said, what? This is a school. What is happening? Uh, ma'am. Um, and she said, and the quote, kids, quote, in flipping caged up in like wire things i said it was very eloquently put but like she could so i picture like hocus pocus pretty much (laughs) yes it turns out i can't remember if i wrote it down now so i will say it turns out that woman was a psychic medium uh they didn't have running water in the building at the time so she like went out back behind the building by a barn to you know squat and go Uh and i mean i would be embarrassed like of course it's like when we try not to say dumb things on our investigations just in case we get an EVP and someone's like, man, I'm out of dump. <laughs> like, <Yes. laughs> like, you're so scared of cutting around that stuff. She's literally talking. She's like, I like leaned on the barn and started to squat. And she's like, as soon as my back hit the barn wall, <laughs> she had these visions. <laughs> these visions and it's not funny but she had these visions of kids like being abused and beat and put in cages and stuff so like it's sad but it was a really inconvenient time she used to invest in like a shiwi i I don't know if i could use a shiwi i'll be honest i never used one i don't know why i said that but that way you don't have to lean up against a building i I guess. guess not i can't i cannot tinkle outside i will go all over myself i promise you i don't have that kind of coordination anyway so we get that and then like a a flash of a quote a couple quotes the first of which from james t walsh that says quote the sexual sexual abuse and exploitation of children is one of the most vicious crimes conceivable a violation of mankind's most basic duty to protect the innocent okay i thought they were saying like it was the most horrific ever recorded but it's just saying like if you sexually abuse a child no it's like the absolute worst thing yeah you can do like your most basic duty as humankind is to protect the innocent and that's why it's like the most vicious of acts okay and then another anonymous quote saying quote one of god's most innocent creatures of creation is its children for something could not have such a purer soul than a child 
again, I did not know about the abuse and stuff. I'm like, what is happening? Like, I thought this was about haunting stuff. We're about to get into true crime. Yeah. We didn't, but they do weigh heavy, surprisingly, on the abuse and harassment. That is, there's not much history about alleged abuse and harassment. Yes. Yeah. Okay. So we knew we were going to get into some heavy stuff. Uh, One of the owners, he spoke with one of the owners. It's Connor. Oh my gosh. Connor. I cannot remember his last name. It's Paranormal Encounters. Go check it out. Anyway, oh, of the investigator. Yeah, the, so the main guy, Connor, is invest, uh, not investigating, interviewing these people. He first speaks with Nancy, one of the co-owners. She says that she was coming up the stairs for, uh, from the basement, which is where the gym was, and she, like, round the corner to where the next set of steps was to go up to the second floor, and there was just a little boy standing there, like, very clearly a little boy standing still on the stairs. Uh-huh. Um so we don't like that. <laughs> they spoke with a janitor who he did start off by saying, he's like, I don't really know if anything happened, but he did say that there were times where he would do his thing, close up, lock everything up, go to leave. And the lights in the gym basement, the basement gym were on. And he's like, I'm pretty sure I turned those off. So we'd have to go back in the building and like turn the lights off in the gym again. Mm-hmm. Uh, and he said it would also sound like people were walking around downstairs in the gym Lots of gym stuff. Okay. A paranormal group known as PSI. Do I know what that stands for? No, it actually like didn't say. So I was like, that's not helpful. Paranormal Society of Iowa. Yes. Yeah. Maybe that's it. I don't know. That (laughs) um, website, the um, Fringe Paranormal talked about them too. I wonder if it mentions it. Well, yeah, and then there's Paranormal Seekers of Iowa. Is it really? It is. Oh, there you go. It's weird. It just, it didn't say, and I'm like, that's a little weird. But anyway, so a group known as PSI was down in, you guessed it, the gym when Uh they were doing an EVP session. Uh, And during that EVP session, two of the investigators said they saw two balls of light shoot out from the boiler room and go through, like with their own eyes, shoot out from the boiler room and go through the gym. And they're like, whoa, hello. Uh, (laughs) uh, But they're asking questions, obviously, during this EVP session. And they knew about the history of alleged abuse and harassment. So they asked them. They had a chair facing the wall. And they were like, were you ever punished? Like, were you ever uh, put up against the wall or put in, like, the corner as a form of punishment? Were you put in timeout? And when they ask this, and I had Megan listen to it already, Mm -hmm. it is literally one of the clearest EVPs I've ever heard. And I don't want to ever doubt anybody's evidence right away. Like, we try to have an open mind. We don't know the situation. We don't know who was in that room. But you hear him say, were you ever put up against the wall or put in timeout as a form of punishment? And then, as if Megan just spoke from the other side of the room, you just hear, or worse. Not even the other side of the room. It's like if we were standing, standing side, side by, by side. side. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he said, were you ever put up against the wall or put in timeout as a form of punishment? And without missing a beat, you just hear, and it sounds like a little kid. Mm-hmm. Say, a little boy. Just say, or worse. Yep. Like, hello? Yeah, I that was pretty intense. I don't, and it gave, me cold, it gave me cold chills to hear. I literally gasped. I was like, hello? <laughs> um, and then... 
then there was a transition shot to the next scene which so so thank you i'm already Ah. like on a high from this uh from this or worse evp which is spooky enough and then it shows like just you know some b shot of walking down one of the hallways of the school and you just you see i don't know if this is going to pick up on the microphone but you see just like a slow walk and then you just hear and yes. they like, like start running down the hallway and it like freaked me. <laughs> and they held the camera like at a lower like a child's Like a child's level. level. Ugh, it was uh, and, and then it added like children laughing. I I'll said, give Man, them that they... that was a good shot. No, that messed me up. It messed me up. <laughs> Unnecessarily scary. Okay, so they start another interview with one of the PSI female investigators. I just say female because I feel like women are less prone to like high emotions like anger and stuff people will argue that i'll say like men get like more angry if you've seen ghost adventures you've seen when he when what's his face zach feels like a spirit kind of takes hold of him and it gets him like super angry and he starts punching a wall this little woman this little lady was like she was suddenly so overcome with anger like she got in this storage closet and she said she like balled up her fist and had to stop herself from punching the other person that she was with. Yikes. Yeah, and she like had to she she felt really bad about it. she just got so angry and it actually like left with her. Like even after they were done at the school, she was just like constantly angry, enough so that she talked to her mom and she's like, "Should I talk to a therapist?" Uh-huh. And she found like a spiritual healer. Mm-hmm. sorry i burped a little bit oh yuck <laughs> she found a spiritual healer and was like i don't know what's wrong she did tell her that she was a paranormal investigator but she didn't tell her that she went to this school or anything right and apparently the investigator our investigator the healer like had her lay down and kind of she kind of like put her hands on her shoulders to you know do her spiritual thing get the mm-hmm. vibes or whatever and she like grabbed her shoulders and unprompted asked her did you go into the storage closet at that school? Oh. Yeah. And And she didn't say anything about going to a school? No, she said she was a paranormal investigator and, like, didn't say anything about, as far as I know, didn't say, she said she didn't mention the school. Uh Uh-huh. And the person grabbed her shoulders and said, were you in a storage closet at that school? And she said, uh, yes, I was. And the healer said... Whatever spirit was in there with you has connected with your energy, and he's not a nice spirit. Oh, good. Yeah. I got cold chills. Uh-huh. <laughs> and as they're doing this interview, as she says that, you hear, like, it says you hear a pounding coming from, like, either above them or a wall behind them. You can't really hear that on the on the in the headphones or anything like that Uh but what you can hear is they all stop and they go did you just hear that and they're like i think it came from upstairs the only person that is mic'd during this interview is the woman Mm -hmm. so they hear the pounding they're like where is that coming from in the woman's microphone you hear a low man's voice go like just kind of breathe like that Mm -hmm. and it was very clearly a man's voice like sigh yeah um and none of them, they actually kind of catch that. Like, everyone's freaking out about the pounding. And one of the camera guys was like, I just heard a sigh. And they're like, oh, where did that pounding come from? He's like, no, did anybody else hear like, oh. Yeah. And one person was like, "I." they had two cameramen. And they're like, I heard the two people that are listening in heard right. it. And, but they're so focused on the pounding that they didn't notice this creepy like, 
like yes. breathing yeah. in her microphone where she very much had a woman's voice. Right. Uh, so pretty, that's pretty creepy. There's stuff happening while they're investigating before they're even, or while they're interviewing before they even investigate. Another one, it's not super scary, but it just creeped me out. Like, it's funny that this woman said she had these angry feelings because just the day before they interviewed another group that was CCPI. Once again, it did not say what that was, but paranormal Iowa, I'm guessing something paranormal Iowa. And a guy was essentially saying the same thing. He's like, I was in this building, got on the same floor that they were on. I believe it was the second floor and just got had this really weird feeling. He's like, suddenly unprompted, I felt that I had to turn down this hallway wherever they were. He's like, I just turned the other way down the hallway towards where one of their static cameras were. Uh huh. And, like, they're doing an investigation in this room, and he's like, I just suddenly felt very pulled to turn around and look down the hallway. And he's like, and then I don't know why, but he said he had this sudden urge to just look at the camera, and he said, and he just started smiling. Like, "Uh uh-huh, it's giving me cold chills talking about it. He said, yeah, he said he wasn't sure why, but he decided to look directly at the camera and just smile a really big smile i'm not okay right now No, and then he said he started having this they like jumped in the middle of this interview because he said he started having uh bad thoughts about the other investigators he was with and about how pathetic they were and how he wanted to hurt them Oh, wow. And the more he said, the more he thought of, you can see this on the camera, the more he started having those thoughts, the bigger he started smiling. Oh, my God. Ew. Uh-huh. It's, I have cold chills from this. I'm shivering. Uh-huh. Like, do you see my little leggies? You yeah, probably can't, but. I'm not happy. <laughs> no, it's, and he's like laughing about it, but he's like, I don't know how to explain. He's like, I don't know why I felt this way, but you can see it on the camera weird ooh, and do they show it uh, that one they did not show oh thank the lord yeah i don't know if i could have handled seeing that god okay so there's a i and i'm like breezing through this i'm sorry we'll just keep going we're gonna keep going because it's good stuff uh so you got the man side you got the creepy smile the psychic who said that she's took a dump outside and saw this <laughs> saw this stuff yeah. um, oh man but like everything after that not everything after that but then it's like we put up a mag light and it responded with the mag light i'm like go back to the smile that was the creepy stuff but it was they like did a mag light test Uh um they said i'm gonna count to five and on five i want you to turn the mag light on as bright as you can because they said it was like fading in and out Uh um nothing super definitive and they're like on five i want you to turn that on like full blast and they did show this video footage of he said he goes one two three and then of course on five like right when he says five without missing a beat boop, like bright from being completely off to bright white and staying on oh wow so they're because they're like we need something definitive we need you to let us know this is really you yeah without missing a beat on five bright light dang yeah they hear there's you know the typical just stomping walking around the top floors they don't really know Who's doing it? What's doing that? But as they were interacting with the mag light, you hear the stomping upstairs. Uh-huh. 
Then it talks about how they've held public investigations in this building. There's a psychic medium with them. And they talked about this woman during one of the investigations, this, they said elderly, I feel like she wasn't that old, but this elderly woman was suddenly, she suddenly fell backwards and it's not like she tripped on anything. She said something pushed her backwards Mm -hmm. and this medium was like, took her outside to get some fresh air to like breathe, calm down a little bit. And I don't, maybe because she's a psychic medium, she's like, tell, tell me your story. What, what's going on here? Uh huh. And so this woman apparently goes on a story about how when she was 20 years old, she was married to this guy who, for no reason, they lived out in the middle of nowhere, got up in the middle of the night, drug her out from their house, took her out to an old abandoned school nearby and slit her throat and left her to die. Mm, <laughs> and okay. she was able, she did not die, obviously. Yeah. She was able to crawl away to the neighbors and they like were they were able to find where it happened because they followed her trail of blood back, back. to the school. Yikes. Mm-hmm. Uh, Surprise, so she's not with that guy anymore. <laughs> but being in that school doing that investigation was the first time she had been in a school since that happened to her. Oh. So they think that because she probably, her adrenaline was up, her anxiety was up, and the spirits knew that. They mm-hmm. said they think the spirits recreated her being thrown to the ground by her husband. And I'm just like, I don't like that. Dang. I don't like that. That's some serious. And they did. They did show the video. It was dark. It was, you know, uh, infrared, not infrared, but like the night vision. Yeah. So it's kind of hard to see. But it is like everybody's just kind of walking and minding their own. And then you hear, oh, my goodness. And she's just on the ground. Yeah. Next thing you know, she's on her back. And it's it's not funny because they're like, did you did you trip over something? She's like, no, I didn't trip over anything. Like I didn't trip over nothing. Like she's yeah, more embarrassed her than her daughter was there with her. She's like, oh my god, mom, did you trip? No, no, I didn't trip over nothing. <laughs> okay, so enough of the inve- the interviews. We finally get to paranormal encounters investigation, and that's only so. This is like a thirty minute long video, but their investigation. It only makes up about 10 minutes of the video, but that's okay because there was like one really good or two really good instances that they got. One of which is like from the get go, two of the guys go downstairs to the gym, to the basement, because that's where a lot of activity is. Yeah. And as they're walking down the stairs, I I, keep in mind, I'm sitting in my living room, listening to this on my headphones and I hear music playing in the background. I was like low-key annoyed because I thought Maddie was in the other room playing music. I'm like, she knows that I'm listening to this. Uh-huh. So I pause the video to like make sure she's the one playing music. And when I hit pause, the music also stops. And I was like, is my phone really playing music while I'm listening to this video right now? Yeah. And it was not. So uh, when I hit play to to see like maybe it must have been in the video you see them turn the camera around and freak out and say that they think there's a radio on in the basement somewhere like they're like do you hear there is music down here and like no one because it was so clear i'm like why are they playing i thought it was maddie it was not i thought it was me it was not and then i'm like why is anybody playing music while they're doing this investigation yeah and they it suddenly dawned on them when they were in the basement and they're like where is that music coming from Oh, no. And you see in the video when they turn around and point to the direction of where the sound was coming from, a ball of light 
and they say like they go through it's not a bug because of this it's not a dust particle because of this you see a ball of light when they're like i think it came from that room a little ball of light like comes out of the door and then goes up to the ceiling oh so and also when that happens the music stops and so <laughs> they're uh-huh so they like slowly walk over there and very excited guess what room uh this this they thought the source of this music was coming from the boiler room oh no oh. it's it's my usual the bathroom the bathroom <laughs> yes <laughs> as soon as he turned it, i saw a toilet i went yes. <laughs> <laughs> because energy man energy flows through water anyway so now they're in the bathroom he's like look for a radio look for anything that could be playing music there's nothing in that room they go to the next room uh, which is like the laundry room area there's no radio in that room they come back to right where they started there is like a little closet to the right of them <laughs> there's a little closet to the right of them right when they got down to the basement uh-huh. keep in mind they point they're like where's the music coming from if it was right next to them they would know right uh he like panned the camera over he's like there's just this one room left and panned over and sitting right in the doorway on a chair is a boom box Oh, what uh, is going on in this school? Uh-huh, and he he went, no effing way. Like, they didn't have poop. a ton of strong language, but he was like, no freaking way. Walked over, and he's like, is it plugged in? And pulls up the cord, and sure enough, it is unplugged, just sitting on a chair. Mm-mm. And he said, "Is he dropped, he's like, it's not plugged in. And like, the and it was right there, uh-huh. right there. I have so many goosebumps. This whole episode, I've just uh-huh. been like, ugh. Yep. Uh, so uh, that was like really, I don't know, that was a lot for me. And then the last thing is they did a little spirit box sex- session uh, upstairs where they a- they actually say the third floor is the most active. And I'm like, everybody's talking about this gym. Uh-huh. But the third floor, I guess, is where the principal stayed most of the time. And it's where, like, the stage theater thing is. That's uh, weird. Third yeah. floor? Yeah. Okay. Well, the gym's in the basement. Yeah. I don't know. Who built this school? I mean, it was va- vanity, obviously. Obviously. Anyway, they're doing a spirit box se- session. It's funny because earlier in the in this episode, a woman talked about, like, if you're going to ask the spirit questions, if you're going to ask them to knock on something, turn on a light, do a spirit box, like, ask for more than a simple yes or no or quick response. She's like, you need to be, it needs to be definitive. So don't say, are there any spirits here? Cause if you're using spirit box, yes is good enough, but it's, it could be anything. Right. And she's like, you want full sentences. You want them to knock three times in a row. You want them to respond on an exact number, like count to three, count to five. Uh, During the spirit box session, they were getting a lot of single answers and they were freaking, which I would freak out too. But I'm like, didn't we just talk about this? yeah <laughs> so they're like is there anyone in here yes they're like "Ooh," and then nothing for 15 minutes they're like so you're just gonna say something and then disappear and they're trying to ask of like oh you're big and tough like why don't you show up why don't you say something why don't you do something and then he's like is are you like a little girl or something and you hear yeah like a little girl's voice come through after 15 oh. minutes of nothing uh-huh. say yeah and they're like "Ooh, okay what's your name and they don't say anything or she doesn't say anything and there's not like a there's not a lot of you know intelligent responses after that uh-huh. except at the very end he's like 
are you going to go home with us after this? And it said yes again. And they're like, haha. And they're like, do you want to go home with Connor? And it didn't, or do you want to go home with Josh? I think was his name. And it didn't say anything. Um, I think it like said no, yes. Like it was kind of, it said in like in there, it was telling you in the bottom what it was saying. Uh Uh-huh. It's like, do you want to go home with us? And it said, like, something in kind of a playful tone, like, yeah. And then he's like, are you going to go home with Josh? And you hear, like, it says something like a questioning no. And then he's like, so who are you going to go home with tonight? And it said, assertive and quick, you. No. Mm-hmm. No. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and that is how their investigation, he, I mean, then he did his little close out, but yeah, it was like, mm, yeah, no. Well, who are you going home with tonight? You. And it was like, very right. quick. Oh no, 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 yeah. sir. So now I will wrap up my bit by telling you, I was super skeptical of doing an investigation for Iowa. Uh-huh. And why is it like the creepiest thing I've found in a long, in a while? Yeah. Like we've covered a lot of places, obviously at this point, even not just like places that we haven't gone, places that we have gone. This like creeped me out more than any we've done in Mm -hmm. recent episodes. Yeah. Iowa. I know. I think both of us, when we realized Iowa was our next episode, we're We're like, like, oh God, here we go. It's corn. We... (laughs) We had already covered Velisca, the Velisca Axe Murder House. Mm-hmm. We almost accidentally covered it again, yeah, if we're I, being honest. It's been almost a year exactly since we cut co- It was October of last year we covered that. Oh, but yeah, um, yeah. We started to look into that, and thankfully we stopped. I It, it clicked. I said, oh, this looks really familiar. I even um, said that, and you're like, I don't think so. I don't think so. Well, I remember we mentioned it in a listener episode, but I don't. I didn't remember covering it, which is awful. Yeah, and whoops. When you look up Iowa, that's like one of the first thing that pops up. That's all Iowa's known for is the Velisca, Velisca axe murders. murders. Yeah, which but, actually I made a note because it was funny. One of the ads in my Des Moines Register website was check out this picture from the Velisca axe murders. It'll shock you. And I'm just like, of course. Of anyway, course. yeah, I was kind of glad we came across this. It was between this and another one. I said, well, let's do a schoolhouse. We haven't done like a. I don't think. I don't think we have done. Well, a sc- we did St. Mary's the college yeah but this is like like, a campus this this is is an elementary school so i said we haven't done one of these before let's check it out you know check this one out Mm -hmm. goodness little did we know goodness sakes so i was gonna say i'm pretty not that i'm bummed but i'm having the same reaction where next week we'll be covering somewhere in kansas you know what now don't knock it i know now i'm not gonna now i'm not gonna doubt anything because Mm -hmm. I don't know about you guys, but, like, I had cold chills, like, half the time I was telling my stuff. Uh, Did I look up how long of a drive it is to the far far schoolhouse? Did you? I did. And is it under 10 hours? Yes. So it's doable. Oh, my (laughs) God. The the Midwestern audacity. I know. The fact that I drove 18 hours straight. Mm Mm-hmm. Like, 10 hours. Listen, we've driven to Florida countless times. <laughs> I've never, I've flown to Florida once. I've driven many a time. How long is it? Like eight I hours? Don't, I don't remember, honestly. They have an investigation coming up. Oh, my goodness. Let me see. Far, 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 uh, far, Oh, gosh. That's the, um, that's uh Christmas story. Yeah. 
which is awful forget i did that yeah just really beep. i was just saying farer lots and lots and then i realized it came off like christmas story that's not okay don't do that no it says it's permanently closed but oh here we go night this was it it was bump in the night that i found it it's uh dummies night at the farer schoolhouse in maxwell iowa mm-hmm. september 24th from 8 p.m to 2 a.m all right i believe that says 12 dollars a person that is not bad i what we would pay and get i mean honestly with gas tickets, and snacks <laughs> We would spend less probably driving and going to that than paying for some investigations we've looked into. Oh, yeah, definitely. Um, Also, there's a... I didn't even talk about this, but there's a book. There is a movie about this place. Or, like, it's kind of a B-movie, you know? Okay, Um, yeah. There's... how, How have we not... This needs to be talked about more. But that could be why it's still so saturated with hauntings because it's not it's not really talked about because it's overshadowed by Velisca. and it's not like an amusement park attraction where they're just running people through it like a mill and the spirits are so drained or they're just like mm-hmm. i'm not dealing with you it could be just one of those untapped gems man i listen i'm considering i'm mm-hmm. considering yeah i let me so now i want to look up the oh my gosh how far is to it? To Maxwell, Iowa. Out triangulating us. <laughs> Farer. We, I mean, they know where we are. Cool. We talked about it. Maxwell. If you really want to come find me, you will. It's eight, eight and a half hours. <gasps> See? That's just like the <laughs> Upper Peninsula of Michigan. I drove six <laughs> hours from my vacation a couple weeks ago. That's fine. It's only eight and a half hours, you guys. Shoot. Split it split it up into two drivers and you got it. Let's take a... What day did I say it 24th, was? 20, 24th. 24th, I remember. <laughs> what day of the week is that? Look at us making plans while we're still recording. <laughs> this, yeah, you get to hear us plot It's a plan. Saturday. We could leave on a Friday night and take a weekend. Amen. All right. Let's All see. Right. Okay, here break. We, we go. gotta get out of here and make plans. <laughs> All right. Well, thank you guys. Um, yeah, next week we'll be in Kansas. So I guess we're not gonna I'm not gonna sound so bummed anymore when we come we're going through <laughs> this knows? weird patch of states, but they're turning out to be some of the best. Mm-hmm. So good for that. Yeah. Thank you, Iowa, for creeping us out. Thank you. We appreciate it. Yep, and that's it. That, that's it yeah i don't know well you'll find out what we're covering next week when we're in kansas yeah all right that's okay yeah oh i thought you had something else i was like oh go on no i'm tired i'm hungry okay yeah we better get you fed (laughs) (laughs) make myself laugh all right see you next week okay bye bye thanks for listening mixing editing and music is by kelsey ingram Our cover art is done by both of us. Visit our website at orsotheysaypod.com. You can find links to our Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and TikTok all at orsotheysaypod. If you would like to donate and have access to all of our evidence from our investigations, please visit patreon.com slash orsotheysaypod. You can donate as little as $1 to hear EVPs, watch haunting videos, and see photographic evidence we've captured during our travels. You can also give a once-off donation to our PayPal, which will be linked on our website as well. Merchandise can be found at redbubble.com slash people slash or so they say pod. You can find or so they say on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you stream your favorite podcasts. 
And when you do find us, please make sure to rate, review, follow, or subscribe. We and the algorithms will thank you for it. See you next week. week.